Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming podcast. And this is uh, one that we've been um, alluding to for the last few, uh, episode 69. <laughs> and it is our destiny, because obviously destiny is out. We've both been playing it, so we're going to have a bit of a chat about that soon. Um, but before we do, I'll say good day to Matt. How are you, mate? Pretty all right, I guess. Cool. All right. Didn't want to overshoot. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I'm about just... a fucking average. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Better than bad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's all good. Um, you've putting yourself in an early grave playing too much Destiny, possibly. Yeah. Is that going on? <laughs> oh, there's been a lack of sleep, that's for sure. Oh, God, yeah. But anyway, um, we will get on to Destiny soon. But before we do, we're going to rock into a few other games we've been playing and a bit of news going around. Just one news thing, really. Yeah, it's pretty big right now, I suppose. And that's I mean, obviously... TGS is on this week, the Tokyo Game Show, but... Uh, and apparently PlayStation said that they're going to announce two new games. Cool. So I don't know if that's already happened. Two new IPs or... Um, yeah, well, maybe not new IPs, but new games. Cool. They're probably going to say, um, oh, Final Fantasy fifteen demo coming soon to PS4. How about that? <laughs> cool. That's a new game. The news is here, yay. 20, 20 years it's been going around. So that's good. Anyway, um, but obviously the the big news is uh, you know, Microsoft buying Mojang. Uh, yes. Which is kind of cool. Getting that uh, Minecraft money. That's right. It was only really a matter of time in a way that uh, you know, one of the big companies really wanted to get their hands on it. Mm. Well, Microsoft, I think, have been pretty keen for it for a while. So, well, yeah, I was reading today that uh, it was their only choice, basically, to get it on the Microsoft Store, because um, they they've always wanted to have it listed there as a game for sale. But obviously, you know, they Mojang had it all wrapped up, basically. You know, you to buy the game, you you went direct to them. And it worked, worked for them. I was actually thinking about it today and the cards that you can buy at, you know, the grocery stores, um, they've been in there for so long now. And I remember them being one of the kind of original cards that came out. Like they had the store credit, like the store cards kind of thing. And then they had that. And then they had um, pretty much like a, what was it, LOL or WOW or something cards um, and like Amazon cards or something and that was about it. Mm. So they've been there for a hell of a long time. So I guess, uh, yeah, Microsoft wanted to get it on their store and they thought, well, we'll pay $2.5 billion for it. Just spare change. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. a fuckload of money. CEO was... didn't, didn't want a bonus this year. <laughs> well... I was looking at um because I was thinking about it two point five billion right that's a a fair amount of cash that's some cashola that'll do yeah and um 
when Google acquired YouTube in 2006, they paid $1.65 billion for YouTube. That was eight years ago. Crazy. But, um, yeah, Crazy Notch, money. Notch is done with, with Mojang now, the original yeah, founder. Yeah. yeah, had enough of that lifestyle, he reckons. Fair yeah, enough. It's an interesting quote you told me today. Made me laugh. I don't know how good the quote was. It was something along the lines of like, it's kind of like the Flappy Bird thing where he's kind of, although he lasted a bit longer, but to the point where he's like just sick of being, like having so much pressure on him, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of fair enough. I mean, games need updating and improving and, you know, when it's that big and when you've only got a small team, which they still do. It's not really a massive, massive company. Oh, well, all the best to him. uh, What was it? He said something along the lines of like, like if he's making something, another game, and it looks like it'll be that that much of a hit, he'll just scrap it and move on. Because <laughs> he's not interested in, in that anymore. He just wants to do it for the funsies. Yeah, doesn't need money anymore. Get back into being a... Um, Dev. Just a developer. Mm. So whatever, good on them. $2.5 billion. They never need to work ever again, and neither do their descendants. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, that's a good segue into... Uh, Minecraft on PS4. Oh yeah, well that's the thing. They part of probably we should probably say um, part of the deal. Well, Microsoft basically came out. The guy from Microsoft, the head dude or whatever, said um, they're still going to be putting it out on iOS and Android and PlayStation. So like they're not going to pull it from any other any uh, any places that the game is at, which is yeah. good because like the. Obviously, the PS4 version just came out with the Xbox One version. Um, but the Vita version isn't out yet. So some people were a bit like, oh, is that? does this mean they're going to cancel that? But nope. Good. It's still going to be coming to the Vita, so that's nice. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'd like to know what their internal reasons specifically for purchasing it were. Like, <laughs> the Aussies. <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, they're gonna. They reckon they'll make back their two point five billion by eighteen eight, months. I think yeah. like the financial year of twenty fifteen, which is. I mean, that's a lot of cash to make. Yeah, it is. It is a hell of a lot of cash. But then again, I mean, you know, you mentioned the other day, that's just the figure. But how much of that is you know in shares? How much was actually floated? You know, how much cash was that? Because um, all that can make a big difference. Mm. So, oh well, you know. it'll be interesting to see. Like you can't really speculate. I mean, you can, but there's not much point. No, that's right. It'll be and interesting to be to honest. They'd they be kind of silly to to pull it from everywhere else because it's just revenue for them, and, and it's it's already there. Brand awareness. Not that they need brand awareness, I guess, but you're not gonna like. Yeah. You're not going to sort of uh, like Disney acquire Star Wars. They're not just going to be like, oh, we'll just keep making money off it. Off yeah. The franchise now, how it's going. Like they're. Yeah, that's true. Know, they'll be looking for new Onwards avenues. Onwards and upwards. 
Mm. Yeah, so. Um, another game that's uh, out on iOS or came out in the last two weeks, I suppose, is uh, uh, Ubisoft have put out Valiant Hearts and I picked it up. Um, I did have a bit of a go on the uh, the PS4 and then I saw it had come out on the iOS, on the iPad. So I looked at it and I was like, oh, sweet. There was, it was like 650 Australian or something, which was advertised as, you know, five bucks US. Um, and I, I jumped on and had a look and it made a comment in the first thing saying you can now play the full game on your iPad. Um, and I was like, oh, sweet. And then there was in-app purchases of um, like two ending packs or something along those lines, which were about 10 and $12 or something. And um, anyway, it basically turned out that it was the game has been broken into three sections. So the first section is like your initial payment of $5 or $6.50, and then you've got to buy the ending of it, um, which I actually Googled it because I figured that was going to be the case, you know, like 90% of games on, on the iOS are like that. Um, and I thought, you know, I'll, I'll have a quick look and see what the ending pack is. And because it was the first day, it, there wasn't that much information out about it, but I, I went and had a bit of a look and nowhere did it say on any website that it wasn't the the entire game for 650 and then there was like extras or whatever. Um, so anyway, I bought it and then I went into it and it was like, oh shit, it's only a third of the game, so I have to buy the rest anyway. Well, at so, least it's only a third. I mean, the game has five chapters, so yeah, I mean, it could have been split easily, into five. Yeah. But it kind of annoyed me a little bit as well because it ended up costing me eighteen fifty, yeah, which is a, still a reasonable price for the game because it's fucking oh, yeah, awesome. But it is, it, but it is a little bit misleading. Yeah, I would have preferred to get it on the PlayStation, you know, for an extra couple of bucks. Yeah, um, but the, how, how does the it controls, play on the It's good. It's really like clean and crisp. You know, it controls fairly well. Um, I guess the only issue with it is the walking and those types of things. Obviously, it's not just a direction. You know, you've got to actually press the screen for him to walk right. Or if he has to walk backwards, you've got to press left on the screen and he'll walk backwards. But if you swipe or if you move your, your finger slightly across the screen, which in a lot of games you kind of do, you know, like you, you kind of drag towards a place to go to it. Yeah. Um, or in that direction. And then he, like, either if you swipe past his body, he'll throw whatever he's holding. So if he's got grenades or whatever, if you just yeah. lightly swipe across him, like it's kind of like a catapult, like you to throw right, you kind of pull back left and then it kind of does an arch, an arc kind of thing to throw it. That'd be a bit but, annoying. Yeah, that's pretty frustrating. And the issue that I've got with that is that it's making me put my hands on the screen so I can't see everything, which is really fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you need, um, like, Twitch responses to stuff in the game. No, no. Yeah, it's still, like, frustrating because, yeah. I mean, and it's all I about awareness of your hand, surrounding. Yeah, that's right. If I had a controller in my hand and I was literally just focusing on the screen, then I could quite easily, you know, 
been more drawn into the game. But because I'm constantly putting my hands in front of the screen, it takes that, you know, takes you out of it, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying, but it's still good. Like, it still looks really good and it runs really smoothly and I haven't had any crashes or any of that kind of stuff, so... That's good, then. Yeah. It's still a great game. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it on the PS4. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. Um, Haven't really done much else on the iOS front. I know the new phone came out today. The 6. Yeah. That's completely underpowered in comparison to every other smartphone on the market right now. Apparently. And they've got the 6 Jumbo or whatever it is. The 6 fucking Fablet. Yeah. Which is about the same size as the Note. Mm. Large. Yeah, that's it. Anyway. Yeah. That'll do for that shit. Um... Yeah. Infamous First Light. Yeah, the standalone DLC for Infamous Second Son came out. It focuses around uh, Fetch, who was a, I guess, like a supporting character in the main game. Um, It's kind of like her backstory. So, like, it's standalone, so you don't need the game to... the, the original game to buy it, but... It kind of helps to have played through that first so you understand what's going on because it has, like, the the main bad chick from the game in it, but it doesn't explain who she is because, obviously, it's presumed that you yeah, would you have would played help. the other one. Mm-hmm. But um, a good thing about it is, like, so it, it gives you access to the first half of the city because it's split into two islands. Mm-hmm. So you get access to the full area of the city and it has, like, all the kind of random activities and shit for you to do to sort of, um, I guess, unlock, not unlock, but like take over, you know, like with in those kind of games when the city is segmented and you do all the activities to gain. Yeah, get the, over the bridge or whatever you want to do next. Just like to, uh, what do you fucking call it? Like, like there's like progression in each section. Mm-hmm. So you get 100%, so you're in control of that area or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so there's all that kind of stuff. And, and rather than the spray painting in the original game, it has, like, you do dot-to-dot fucking drawings with neon on the walls um, and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. But the the best thing about it is it has these battle arenas where it's just, there's like, I think, three or four of them where... It's an enclosed space and there's just waves of enemies that you've got to survive against. And there's another one where there's hostages that you've got to save that like there's fucking shitloads of enemies. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally it'll be like, oh, new hostages and you've got to go and kill the people who are holding them before they kill the host- hostages. Oh, that and, and as you get further along with more and more waves, it gets more and more difficult. Yeah, And uh, there's leaderboards for scores and all that kind of stuff. So it adds a kind of another level to the game which is fun and if you own infamous second son it lets you play as delson as well although i found that kind of difficult because obviously he has three different types of powers whereas fetch only has the neon power yeah so if you play through that you get really used to the neon and for me it had been fucking ages since i'd played the main game Mm -hmm. so then i tried to do it with him and it was like really difficult to adjust to having the other abilities again. 
Yeah. It's a fun game. I think it's fairly cheap, so it just How came out at retail. Um, not very long. I think I spent about 10 hours with it. Oh, that's not too bad. That's reasonable. Yeah. For the price. I think it maybe is 40 bucks. I may be wrong about that. And that platinum? Yeah, it's got a platinum trophy in it, and I, I got that. Yeah. I think it was about 10 or 12 hours. Might, maybe less. Oh. I didn't really keep track. But it's pretty fun. And, um, yeah, it came out digitally, I think, like two weeks ago. And it just came out on retail recently, uh, like a little bit later than that. Cool. So that's good. There'll be a review on the site by the time this podcast goes up by Eden, uh, one of our writers. So that'll be good. If you want to read more, learn more about it, you can read about it there. That's right. And I've been playing one other... Well, I've been playing actually a couple of games on my PS4. But um, so last time we recorded, I think I'd been playing Diablo 3. Yep. Um, so I was playing that, blah, blah, blah. Kind of got distracted from it by Minecraft on PS4, which is the same <laughs> as Minecraft on everything else. It's good. <laughs> it has a platinum trophy as well, which is not it's too difficult. much bigger though, apparently. Yeah, bigger than the PS3 version, but mm. not as big as the PC version. So it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, but still good. And um, I decided to jump back into Trine 2. And by jump back into it, I mean play it since I've owned it, since I got my PS4 and I haven't <laughs> played it yet. <laughs> I played the original Trine on PS3 and on PC as well. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of looking forward to this one. And I had a fair bit of fun with that. And then Velocity 2X came out, which I was really hyped for because that game has been fucking amazing. Um, the original was one of my favorite games on the Vita. So I was looking forward to this one. And I've been playing, I was playing Velocity 2X on PS4 rather than the Vita because um, my original plan was to just play it on the Vita. And then I started playing it on the PS4 instead. And when I went to the Vita, it kind of felt like more right to be using a PS4 controller than the Vita. Yeah. So whatever. But I only got about 20% of the way through the game. And then a certain little fucking game (laughs) called Destiny came out. Which everyone knows you've been waiting for since the very first moment Alpha dropped. Yeah, exactly. And um, I've put on a large amount of hours into that game already. It came out. So what's today? Today's the 18th. So it's been nine days since the game came out. And I've put in somewhere in the region of like 30 hours that's not bad um actually on the companion app for destiny i can bring up my exact hours and i'm currently sitting at 37 hours and 47 minutes played Hmm, not bad 110 games and 11,707 kills (laughs) (laughs) which like really is a lot of repetition. Yes. Yeah. The um, the reviews for it that are out so far are like, I've I think it's like a seventy five or seventy six on Metacritic, but there's some wild variation in the review scores out there because, um, obviously everyone was really hyped for it. 
and it didn't necessarily live up to all of that hype. Well, yeah, that's true. It um, I don't know, it is a really good game, yeah, no doubt. In oh, my it's mind, super it's fun. Really I, I can't stop playing it. Like I said, I've played 30, nearly 38 hours. I can't stop playing the fucking game. Every <laughs> every minute that I'm at work, I'm thinking about going home and playing Destiny. <laughs> so, I'm sure your girlfriend would love to hear that. Yeah, well, she the other day she was like, why don't you just stay home and play Destiny? I was like, no, 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 I'm coming over. Yeah, I'm coming <laughs> over and I'm bringing my PlayStation. You're going to watch. <laughs> I, did, I did suggest that. She wasn't oh, impressed. that would have gone down well. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I've been doing the same. Um, I'm just trying to have a look now and I can't seem to find where the hours are on this companion thing. But uh, So what you do is when you go straight into the app, you click on the menu in the top left-hand corner mm-hmm. and then you click on legend because your character is a legend, right? Of course. Because the whole like, tagline no is become legend. Yeah. So then you click on that and it brings up your guardian page and you can click on stats. Okay. And that has all of your statistics. And it's pretty cool. It breaks down like between story missions, strikes, which are the three player fire teams, um, kind of like instances for those of you who've played World of Warcraft. So basically, it's like a dungeon that you go in, it has like bosses and shit like that. Um, it, so it breaks down between story strike raid, which is a six man thing. The first raid opened two days ago. Um, it's for high, high level. So I haven't tried it yet. Patrol and then all the crucible modes, which is the crucible is the player versus player multiplayer, mm-hmm. which is your standard, um, shooter modes. Like control is like conquest in battlefield where you have three control points. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Clash, I think, is the um, is that the six v six? Yeah, I think that was yeah. And then Rumble is free for all, and Skirmish is three versus three, and then Salvage is a um, I think it's three versus three where there's relics that you can pick up. Oh, you okay. run around collecting mm-hmm. relics. Um, yeah. What was the one? Skirmish. Yeah, Skirmish. The deathmatch ones, you can um, revive your teammates and you get points for that as well. Yeah, which was kind of interesting. We were giving that a go before. And I didn't. I haven't tried the Relic one, Salvage, because that was only open for the weekend, just gone, and then they, they closed it up. So it seems that the way Bungie are running this is that every weekend they'll have a different sort of event. And... Also on the companion app, they've got news where you can, um, they, they're obviously keeping everyone up to date with patch notes and whatever, but they put a thing out a couple of days after the launch of the game that was a basically a list of the upcoming events. So obviously it said like there's a raid being released on Tuesday and talked about the salvage weekend in the Crucible. And then there's a there's a mode called Combined Arms in the Crucible that's later in September, mm-hmm. which presumably is involving vehicle warfare. Oh yeah, because it says pilot the machines of war, so presumably that's vehicles. Mm. And then there, it looks like Either that or it's just a loading screen. Mm. And then there's a thing called places. 
There's a thing called Queen's Wrath coming out in September as well, which could, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a raid or a story mission or something. And then um, October is Iron Banner, which is the multiplayer. So all of the multiplayer has balancing where it flattens the damage so that like a level five person, because I think you have to be level five to enter the Crucible. Mm -hmm. um, Level five versus a level 20, you do equalize damage. So it, the idea is that it will sort of balance everyone so that they're not... Um, so if you're level 5, you're not getting your ass handed to you. Yeah, um, level the 25. Only, the only problem with that is that, like, bonuses on weapons um, still count. So if you have a weapon that shortens your reload time or gives you grenades quicker, those effects will still work which gives you a kind of an unfair advantage because most people who are like over level 20 have yeah, um, like awesome bonus awesome skills. cool shit on their stuff. Yeah. Plus you get upgrades as you level up your character. Obviously your character gets more powerful in terms of like um, just different abilities that you unlock. So all of that can make a difference, which unfortunately means it's not quite as balanced as I guess they would hope. But the idea of Iron Banner mode is that it takes everything into account, your gear and your level and everything like that, so that it becomes a way to test your character rather than testing just your skill. Mm -hmm. So you can see how your character fares against everyone else. And I think it's like a tournament type thing. So that's kind of cool. They're yeah. keeping it fresh. and Well, their idea is Trying that they'll to. keep it fresh. Yeah. And... Um, Stuff like that. So, obviously, we've talked about Destiny before. Well, I've just found here I've played 23 and a half hours with my main character, and I also started up a second character just to give another class a bit of a go, and that's at nearly six hours. So, Jeez. about 30 hours as well. That's solid effort. Yeah, not bad for somebody who doesn't play games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that doesn't play anything but FIFA. And mm. Battlefield. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it is a good, fun game. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of criticism around about it. Um, well, the main thing is, like, the story has, like, no characters. There's, like, two or three characters that get introduced in the story, but you're not given a name for them. Mm -hmm. They don't have a name. And they're just, like, a couple of lines of dialogue without any kind of information. And that is a really big issue for me with the game is like as you're playing and you're doing stuff it pops up at the bottom saying like grimoire card unlocked and that is basically lore and information like that yeah about the world and the story and stuff except that you can't access it in game you have to go to the companion yeah, yeah. app or the website to read it which is very annoying yeah like if it had like a um like in Mass Effect, how it has the codex with all your information in it, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. where you can read it in game. That would be perfect because who can be bothered being like, oh, sweet, I just got a Grimoire card. I'll jump onto a separate device to try yeah. and read it to see what it's, you know, what it's all about. So that's kind of frustrating. But um, also there's only Earth, the Moon, Venus and Mars open at the moment. Um Earth is completely the exact same as what was in the beta. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's not that much to the worlds and the, and 
the car the enemies kind of lack I guess they're not that um that <laughs> unique. No, they're not at all. So you end up just like fighting all the same shit all the time. It's super repetitive. But there's a certain something about it. Like everyone I've talked to, like okay, some of the people I've talked to have been complaining about it and saying they don't enjoy it. But for the most part, um, you know, people just think there's like a certain something about it, regardless of the repetition and stuff. There's yeah. a certain something. Like, well, it's can, just a pretty solid game. Like, it's just a, a fun, solid shooter. Yeah, like we can sit here and say like the story is kind of lame and there's there's not much variation in the monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. But, fuck, there's a certain something that keeps me wanting to go back and play it. Like every waking minute I'm thinking about it and it's <laughs> definitely got that wow addiction to it, the World yeah. of Warcraft level of... Well, like, it's kind of funny. I mean, I did. I was just mentioning this to you before, but you know, one of my major things was to, you know, obviously finish this, the storyline. Um, reach level you know, 20, basically. And then, yeah, reach level 20, which seems to be the beginning of when you can start really upgrading your character. Um, you know, because even when you're level one, like you go and see certain people in the, uh, in the tower um, and you, you kind of go and look to buy things or whatever and they're, you know, from level 20 upwards. So yeah, and it, it uses it just, all this stuff that you're just like, what the fuck is that? There's yeah, like exactly. six they, different types of currency in the game. Yeah, and you don't even know what half of it is. So mm. by the time you get to level 20, you've kind of got an idea of what the fuck's going on finally. Um, and, you know, with a little bit of help from old mate Google, um, have a bit of a look at what you need to get extra stuff. Um, and I don't know, like now that I've reached level 20 with my main character, I'm now to level almost 22, um, it's almost lost the drive to want to get to somewhere mm. because now it is just literally a just, you know, wandering the same and maps grinding. constantly and grinding and yeah, just all that kind of shit. And, you know, like before we were just waiting for a, a public event to pop up. So when you're in the game, obviously everyone's in, you know, that's playing it is a real person. So they have public events drop in all of a sudden where just a whole bunch of people can go and either protect or, or attack something or whatever. Um, and then you get bonus points for it and quite often bonus items and things like that. So anyway, we were, we were mucking around trying to wait for one of these things to come up and I was just doing a lap. Just, you know, there was just one part on the moon that we were on and you could just do like a big figure eight kind of thing on the scooter or whatever you want to do, jump off at certain points, mow down like five, six characters, jump back on a on the bike and then, you know, burn around the figure eight again and then get back to like, you know, you've killed like 30 uh, bad dudes in a space of, you know, two minutes. Yeah. So I was just doing that to try and collect a bounty, which is just a short-term objective basically to get some bonus points. Um and, yeah, it just, I don't know. Now that I'm at level 20, I'm just kind of like, well, it there's nothing new to do. It's all just either multiplayer, which, yeah, it, I don't know. There's well, something about the multiplayer that has annoyed me a little bit. Did you and, suck at it? Yeah. <laughs> shut up. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Like I, I am good at a lot of multiplayer shooters, but for some reason, it's either the weapons, like the powerful weapon that I like to use, is the um, whatever that bloody fusion rifle is or whatever it is. Yeah, which um, has like a, a couple of, well, maybe at one second. Yeah, it's like a second for it shoots. Yeah, so you've got to kind of jump in front of somebody and already have it half charged before it shoots them, and then it does nearly kill them in one shot. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, some of the weapons are fucking ridiculously overpowered yeah. in comparison to other weapons. Yeah, because then, you know, I don't, it just, the other thing is the recoil on that is really bad. So you've got to aim low. So when you shoot, it pulls up and then you kind of spray them all the way up to the head and then you kill them. Um, but yeah, it's quite frustrating because if you are charging it and you accidentally like go to move or someone comes and jumps in front of you to like to kill you, if you push down on your left uh, thumb pad thing, it goes to run, which automatically stops the gun from shooting. It's like it overrides it and it's, you know, you're now trying to run. So you move with your gun half charged and then if you push it too hard or freak out and, you know, push it, it just stops and they just kill you. And that's really fucking annoying. Um, so anyway... It's, that, it's, it's just a matter of getting used to the controls, I think, because... <clears throat> When I first started playing the PvP, I was getting my fucking ass handed to me as well. And you've just got to learn how to deal with what the the, the mechanics of the game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's, it's but... different to any other game, really. Yeah. yeah to a it's point. Certainly not just a pull the trigger and the weapon, you know, shoots differently. Mm. You know, there are certain things. And then you've got, you know, your special attacks and all those types of things that you can use. Um the point of it being, um, you know, compared to Mass Effect and Halo and, you know, you can see all of those things in it. That's certainly no nothing new for anybody. Mm. Um, it's... I think it doesn't really do it justice, though, the way people are, like, comparing it to all these other games and being like, well, this game has this. Well, why doesn't this game have it, you know? Yeah. It's like, well... You kind of got to give it a bit of respect on its own merits. Mm. Any new IP these days is going to be hard. And I think they've done a, a really solid job mm. of bringing out a new game that they are wanting to last for quite some time. Um, well, well, Bungie are certainly, um, they're at the very least putting on the show of being very keen to support it and, and follow fan feedback. Like, for example, those public events you were mentioning. Yeah. Um, obviously, people were complaining about them because um, they obviously they're random. As you're in areas, they pop up at random. And in the they did a basically a hot fix patch on like two days ago and they straight up doubled the rate of occurrence of them. Cool. So that they're, you know, because people obviously saying, oh, these public events don't fucking happen often mm, enough. Yeah. And so they're like, look, we've taken your feedback on board and we're doing that. And so 
I definitely think if that's the attitude they're going to have with it, that um, it's definitely the kind of game that's going to have legs. I mean, I mean, it's obviously it's sold. They sold. Uh, they sent out to retailers five hundred million dollars worth of the product of the game wow. last week for launch, and in the first five days, it sold three hundred forty-two million dollars worth. That's crazy. Which makes it the highest selling new franchise of all time. Wow. Which I think overtook Watch Dogs because I know Watch Dogs was. It, Watch Dogs did get the highest amount of pre-orders of all time for a new IP. Yeah. And so now Destiny's kind of swept that out of the water. That's not bad. That's a good effort. And, I mean, they've said they've got a 10-year plan. The first expansion is out in December. So hopefully, I mean, they may not have that much time to take feedback on board to maybe make the story a lot more interesting or anything like that with that. But I'm sure they've got a plan involved. Like given the way dev cycles work, um, they would have been working on that expansion before the game yeah, came out, you would think. It's released for sure. So in theory, like hopefully, I mean, in the lore and stuff like that, it talks about Mercury and I know there's Grimoire cards for Mercury and Saturn. Okay. So, I mean, there's eight planets in the solar system, not including Jupiter, uh, not including Pluto, I mean. Pluto. And, yeah. like, there's so many moons for those planets. And Yeah. You know, but you know what would be interesting to see is, like, so, for example, Earth, when you go to Earth, it sets you in this area, old Russia, basically. And um, I kind of ha- had been hoping with it that, uh, you know, maybe there'd be more areas on Earth to go to? Well, that was the kind of, well, I suppose to touch on some of the annoying parts of the story, even though the story is fairly non-existent, it still flows and it still has a point to it. Uh, Yeah, Um, kind of. It's like the darkness is here, you must stop the darkness. Yeah, yeah, and there's and a few little do things, things to go and do and you've got to collect things to get the next bit and whatever. Um, it's mostly like kill this guy, go here, scan yeah. this thing, and then a thousand enemies are going to appear. So <laughs> Get ready, yeah. But uh, there's been a couple of really glaring issues in the storyline. Um, and one of them that made me laugh was the fact that one of the – the uh, groups of bad guys, I suppose, of the enemies that you fight is called the Vex. Um, and they share a common... They're uh, like robots. Yeah, and they, they share like a common brain, basically. Um, and although they're all individuals, you know, that run on their own programming kind of thing, they all feed back into this one consciousness. Um, and it just kind of made me laugh that at no point does the actual gameplay reflect that at all. And they made a big point in the story to say that that's what they were and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it just, it, it makes no sense at all. And they can teleport and they can do all these kinds of things. And seriously, if there was like this really, really bad evil thing in the universe that shared one consciousness and could teleport fucking anywhere, as soon as you killed one, they'd just drop a million of them on your head, you'd be dead. That'd be the end of you. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that just seems really fucking dumb to me to even put that in the storyline. Um, fair enough if that's you know going to be reflected somehow in the gameplay, but you can walk into a room and kill 10 of these things and then walk into the next room and they're all just wandering around like they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But they'd have they're to know. They're surprised that you're there. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, obviously, it's a small point, but you know that kind of shit is glaringly obvious in the game. Um, and the other thing, like you just mentioned as well, um, you know, old Russia is now the only point on Earth that is, you know, kind of not safe to be, but is left on Earth basically, I suppose. Um, and it'd be kind of interesting once you've finished the game that things would be able to be repopulated again. You know, maybe that could be an expansion they're looking at at some stage because it never really tells you what the rest of the earth is. Mm. You know, like it's just there's this old, you know, the old Commodore, um, which is the Cosmodore. That's what it's called now, isn't it? Cosmodrome? Cosmodome? Oh, yeah, cool. Something like that. Um, That's like, so the old Russia, the whole area is this old um, kind of, Junkyard. Science. <laughs> it's like a science facility or something that's like abandoned. Yeah. And it's been taken over by these enemies, the Fallen. And there's also the other enemies, the Hive, who are kind of like, uh, what would you call the Hive? They're like, a, an, they're like what you, when you think of aliens, it's them. Or maybe like demons. Yeah, I was actually thinking more. Um... Alien demons. Uh, they they remind me of something from a game. Um, is it like uh, what was the scariest game ever? Dead Space. Dead Space, yeah. Kind of something like that, anyway. Oh, the thrall like, dudes that run yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you've like, got like the knights that are like they look like Diablo. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, just with rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. Because and then you've got troopers and stuff like that, and there's yeah. like a witch or a wizard, sorry. Um, and the fallen are like these alien guys who wear like helmets and shit. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, then you've got the Vex who are the robots and the Cabal or Cabal, who are like which is these a, like an awesome sausage. They're just like these over like really strong dudes, whatever. There's, mm. They're just kind of like, oh look, this is. Like one of the things with Mars, the final planet that you can go to in the story, um, it's like, oh, you've got to go and just kill these Cabal guys now. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. And like, okay, it makes, it says like that they've got an exclusion zone or something, so presumably they're protecting something on Mars or something. Or like they've got a territory there or something. It's just... They're just like, oh, now, now you just go and do this mission, and you're like, but wait a minute, where? Yeah, I haven't the seen fuck? these dudes before. And then he, has, he even says to you before you get into your first fight, um, be careful; these guys are really strong. They, there's a reason that they send them to destroy worlds or something. Like these dudes just mow down shit. That's what they do. And you're like, okay, so they what? Yeah. They, oh, they destroy anyone who gets in their way or something. Yeah. Just like, oh. I, Oh, um, okay. That's not cool. So do I have to avoid these guys? And then you just shoot them three times and they die. Well, they those guys actually take a couple of shots. Oh, yeah. They have a guy with a shield who's super fucking annoying. 
Yeah, true. But I found that that was kind of easy as well. Like the guys with shields, if you're not that far away from them anyway and you've got a decent weapon, you just shoot them in the foot and then they kind of stumble and like they pull their shield, you know, as they fall backwards Mm. and then you lift your gun and shoot them in the face and they die. So it wasn't that that difficult. It's annoying when there's like four of them all shooting at you once though. But anyway, um, yeah, so I was just, I don't know, the... It would be interesting once, you know, you've got that kind of, you've finished the game, which in essence is that you've pushed back the darkness and everyone's safe now for now. Um, Spoilers. Well, it's bound to happen if you're going to try and finish the game. Um, But yeah, spoilers. You will will reach these spoilers if you try to finish the game. Yes. (laughs) That's right. You will reach the part of the story that we're ruining for you if you play the game. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't play it, then yeah, you should, have spoilers, stopped, so. you should have stopped a minute ago. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It, like, seriously, it would be kind of like good spoilers. if it actually made a difference, though. You know, in the game, like no matter what kind of happens throughout that entire story, if you go back into any section on a map the same guys are in the same place they respawn constantly um it it, it doesn't change at all even though you've supposedly saved the universe from these bad people um and obviously they're not just going to go oh you finished the game we're not putting any more bad bad dudes in the game no that'd be even more fucking annoying we'll have a completely redone world with everything slightly different yeah for those of you who are after level 20 now, hmm. see, so the main, I guess, so obviously when we've talked about Destiny before, obviously we didn't know what would happen when you reach level 20. I just assumed that that was the end of the leveling process. But, um, yeah, it has this whole thing where this whole system after level 20 experience from killing monsters doesn't level you up anymore. You have to get gear which ha- has light as a attribute of it and the light points add together to get you further along so you like i think i'm currently level 25 you're just about level 22 yeah and um the way you get that is just by getting more armor which you can upgrade as you're running around with it 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 gains experience as well so say you just got a, a legendary item in the game and um it gives you X amount of light. But if you go and do, do some missions and level that up, that will probably, without even getting any other equipment, that will probably push you over to level 22, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting and that's part of the whole um, continuing to play thing. But also... Yeah, it is, it, but that, that's It the, adds... I don't like, know. That's not exciting to me. Like, it's, yeah, but it's, it's, the, it's same the same constantly. As, it's the same as, like, Diablo 3 where yeah. you beat the game and the whole challenge is to turn up the difficulty mode and go again. Yeah. And so what the way they do that in this, because that's the type of game this is, it's like a gear grinding type yeah, game. Yeah. And the way they do that is by having like heroic difficulties and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously they've got weekly heroic strikes, which are have difficult, like, so uh, the first week I think the... the the heroic strike had some something where 
a certain type of damage because there's three different, oh, maybe four, four if you include normal damage, but in weapons there's arc damage, solar damage, something else, and then the, just normal damage. Flare, is it? Is that uh, the fire one? I think that's solar. Okay. I don't know what the purple one is. All right. But anyway, um, the first week's heroic strike had enemies were damaged more easily with arc damage. So it paid for you to have a weapon that did arc damage. And then the next one, that this week's one, the sort of, um, I guess, modifier is angry, whatever that means. Presumably it means that the monster's do more to try to flank you and attack you rather than Mm. hiding and um, taking cover and stuff like that, which certainly makes it quite interesting. Yeah. When you get harder bosses and stuff like that up against you. And then... Yeah, that's true. um, You can do story missions with heroic modifiers and all kinds of different stuff. Um, It's... Obviously, the problem is it's all on the same maps. Mm-hmm. That you've already played a thousand times, yeah. but um, those, you know, additions to the challenge make it, you know, less boring. And like I said, like the more I play it, the more I want to play it. I haven't personally, I haven't lost the urge to play it yet. And I've done like because I played the alpha and the beta, right? Both of which had Earth as it is now in the full game available to play which yeah. means that they had the strike that is currently in on earth mm. and i did that at least 10 times in the alpha and the beta right and now since i've got the full game i've probably done it like 30 more times <laughs> yeah and um like i had a so you were talking about bounties before mm. every day the bounties refresh and you can select new bounties which are basically quests to do certain things like kill kill 100 enemies with headshots uh, without dying or melee kill 30 enemies without dying or get go and kill this boss in this mission on her, with heroic difficulty. Yeah. And um, the other day I was just handing in a bounty and it popped up with an exotic bounty. So the um, weapons and stuff you can get, there's exotic ones which are kind of the same as legendaries except I think maybe they're even slightly better you can only use one exotic armor piece and one exotic weapon at a time so um, that kind of balances it to to stop you from loading up on super powerful gear but it's usually very difficult to kind of find that stuff and I handed in this bounty just a normal one and all of a sudden it popped up saying exotic bounty available and it gave me three options of exotic bounties and and one of them was like just go talk to this npc so i was like well that's the easiest so i'll go do that (laughs) and then i went and talked to her and she's like oh part one of this bounty is for you to go and do five strikes without dying which is yeah not difficult yeah so um knowing that i'm quite well um experienced with that first strike. I just went and did that five times. Yep. 
so like then I've just added five times of doing the same thing over and over. And every time I did it, I had a great time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a, it's a way level, lower level, but the bosses still like the thing about this is if you're level 25 and you go to a place that's full of level six monsters, they can still fucking kill you. Yeah. If there's yeah, like four can. of them shooting at you and you're not actively killing them, like they go down easy but if they keep hitting you, you will die as yeah. opposed to in like World of Warcraft and stuff like that where the lower level guys do like no friggin' damage to you. That's right. Yeah, but no like, matter what. <clears throat> that exotic bounty is a thing that I had no idea what it was until it popped up. And even then, I kind of wish I'd have stopped to Google it so that I could figure <laughs> out what the prize, the rewards were because I got a exotic shotgun, but I don't really use a shotgun. So it kind of is... Like, eh, I'd rather have a fusion rifle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so the first step was do five strikes without dying. The next one was get a kill death spread in PvP of 25. So get overall 25 more kills than deaths. And then the next one was, I don't know. Um, I can't even remember. I think I had, I had to, to make money. Yeah, I had to like buy like $12,500 worth of shit. <laughs> um, so it kind of like spread me around the game and I wasn't really playing PvP at that point so that was fun to kind of get into that for that but that all kind of keeps you interested in the game I find at least personally so yeah I mean don't get me wrong I mean it's still fun and it is still something I'll be playing for quite a while I can imagine oh that's what I shits am... me I can't see myself playing any other fucking games <laughs> and yeah. there's so many coming well, I was surprised yesterday. I, I put FIFA on just to have a game of something different. And I enjoyed it, but I found myself getting bored <laughs> playing FIFA. And I was like, just oh, I kind of want to go back and yeah, shoot someone in the face with a laser. <laughs> <laughs> Which is reasonable. Is, yeah. But it was interesting today. I mean, both of us you know, are above level 20 now, and um, you know, we both wanted to go and just finish off a couple of the um you know of these bounties so we grabbed whatever it was a patrol i think you you got the patrol on the moon um i'd already done half of it so you have to do six patrols on the moon which could be either go and just you know check out this area for us or go and find something here and then you know it it basically is like a small mission um or kill like 20 dudes yeah yeah, and I, I chose one that was um, kill 100 without dying. A bounty. Yeah, a bounty was just, you know, kill 100 enemies without dying. Um, I'd already half done the one where you need to do six patrols. So you got the patrol to to do six. We both went to the moon together as a fire team, and we just went in different directions. And <laughs> you were like, all right, here's a bounty. Uh, here's a, uh, a mission. I'm going to go and pick it up and do a patrol. And you went off and did that. And because we're in a fire team, even though we weren't even anywhere near each other, once you'd finished three while I was just running around killing people trying to get my 100 kills up, I was still collecting that as well. So I was getting the points. And after I'd, you'd done three, I had finished that bounty. Yeah. And you just got your other three. And then I, by that stage, I was finished killing my 100. And then mm. we pissed off. And we were like in completely different sets. So the way it works is yeah. that... Um, the moon or each air, each planet is split into like five or six or maybe 10 different areas 
which are joined with sort of hallway sort of they're not yeah, really hallways, but you get the idea. Funding. They're like alleyways or whatever that you've got to go down, and that's kind of the loading area, I guess, where there's no monsters or anything, which yeah. I guess is where a lot of people are probably saying, like, oh, there's not, it's not populated with mm. enough monsters because there's, there's all these sections that have nothing in them. Yeah. But it's fucking plainly clear that that's like a sort of in-between section. Yeah, that's right. You're not like, trying to fight to get to the next position. You all, you're just getting to the next and position. And plus, you don't want to have to be stopping for loading screens. And yeah. occasionally, you do have to. Occasionally, it does stop you for like a couple of seconds while it loads. But for the most part, going from area to area doesn't um, affect anything. Yeah, it's pretty seamless. Actually, it's pretty good. Mm. And the fact that you know the, you jump on your little you know, scooter bike things that sound like the uh, the things from Star Wars. Like hover um, bike. They're called Sparrows in the game. Oh, there you go. Which yeah. is a weird name, but whatever. It is. Pretty manly. But you can fl- fly around pretty quick on them. Yeah, and they've all got boost. So you just yeah. pull the left trigger and it just boosts you so you go twice as fast and, you know, you get between the sections pretty quickly anyway. Mm. Um, but like... I was doing those patrol missions and you were like two areas away from me. Yeah, just doing must say, be great killing people. Yeah, and yeah. I'd had like one, I picked up a patrol mission that was like kill X amount of people. Oh, it was just like clear enemies until it says you're fucking done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And all the ones you were killing were counting towards it as well, even though I was fucking miles away from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So like... If, if you had a strike team of three, yeah. you could get three of the same... Like when you go and get your bounties, they're the same for that 24-hour period, I think. Yeah, they refresh every 24 hours. Yeah. And so you know, I think it gives you six Vanguard and six Crucible ones to choose from. Yeah. And then it just refreshes them after at like 7 p.m. Queensland time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of interesting. If you had a strike team of three, you could all choose the same, uh, you know, Bounties, bounties, and have two each kind of thing, and just go off and do your own thing on the one planet, and uh, you know if you can, um, and yeah, if you're strong enough, then all three of you could pass each three pretty quickly. Mm. And like that's the whole thing with this game. I mean, it's it's always online, yeah, and it's an MMO, so it's clearly obvious that there's a major focus on being social. Mm, yeah, despite the fact that the communication in the game is not that good Next I mean you've got, you've got dancing and waving and pointing and pointing <laughs> and sitting down right yeah. but like that you know kind of when you limit the amount of communication that people can have it really uh, it kind of drives innovation in how you're going to talk to people I yeah. guess yeah like, true you use different things to do. Like uh, the most common one, obviously, is like dance. When you beat a strike with a random group and you all just start dancing in the middle of the area mm. to celebrate and then you're waving at each other being like, oh, thanks. You know? Yeah. And- it was funny, actually. I, I had to join a strike team to do one of the, the normal story missions and I was playing it by myself at the time. But as soon as you go into it, it just grabs another two players and you're in a team of three. Um and something had happened, like we went around a corner or something, and one of the dudes in this group, like there was me level 17, another dude level 18, and this other dude level 23. And he'd probably done that, him like 
ages before us anyway because it was right near the end of the game, the story anyway. Um, and, yeah, I, I got to a point where I think we'd just had a massive battle against, like, a fucking massive room full of bad dudes. And I walked around a corner that this guy had already gone around and he was just standing right in front of me just looking at me. And then he pulled out his gun because you can't shoot people. Like, you can't do damage to other people, you know, from your weapon. So, anyway, he pointed his weapon at me and shot me and then just turned to his left and pointed. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's just obviously got my attention and then he's telling me to go over there. So, I just walked over and then there was, like, a chest or something or, you know, some... I think it was an orb or something, and I picked up a special weapon out of it. But um, nice, yeah, it was just a really kind just of letting you know that there's a chest. Uh, yeah, I think it would have right. been a there's golden like, chest or something. Yeah, and I picked up something pretty sweet out of it. And I just, up until that moment, it had only been kind of when you're back in the like main community section, the tower, um, in the tower. Yeah, that's that's where you see people dancing or, you know, I've rocked up there and there'd be like six dudes all sitting on the ground in a circle kind of thing. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's really bizarre. Oh, there's a ball um, as well. Have you seen that? Yeah. I saw something like jumping around with ball. a bloody, yeah, it looked like a beach ball. Yeah. And people like, cause you can run and, and press um when you're sprinting, you press the crouch button and they do like a slide. Yeah. And people are just like running up to this purple ball, and I don't even know where it comes from. No. But like they're in the main area of the tower with this fucking purple ball just running along and slide tackling it. <laughs> playing a game of soccer. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Yeah. But like one of the complaints is, yeah, but like a lack of communication, which is like, yeah, okay, fire teams, you can, you can do voice chat, but like, what the fuck do you expect? It's on a console. Yeah, that's right. They're not going to have text chat are they that's right because that would be fucking ridiculous Mm. um and another complaint that i've got about it just in terms of lacks with the systems um the clan system so we've set up a drop bear gaming clan which you're all welcome to join if you like i'll put a link to it in the show notes for this but um basically to join the clan you can't do it in game and there's no like there's you go on the website and you can join a clan and there's message boards and all kinds of stuff for it, but there's no access to any of that inside the game. Yeah. And I, yeah, okay, that drives... You ever need to tell, needed to tell me how to do it because I missed the vital step. Yeah, well, you, you go in and you click join the clan and then once you're in the clan, there's a button that says, like, set as PlayStation clan. Or set as Xbox clan. And you have to click that to final, like to properly be put into the clan. Which is really a superfluous step. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, if I'm setting it up and joining the clan, then no matter what I'm fucking playing it on and I'm accessing the servers on means I'm in that clan, technically. Well, presumably it's so that if you're if you've got it on two systems, then like I don't know why you would types, do that. But, but yeah. you can be on one clan on one and one clan on the other. But, yeah, so that's kind of frustrating. Mm. Uh, you can't really communicate with your clan anyway. I mean, I just mass message on PSN. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there's certain things like that where there's definite room for improvement, but they've got their 10-year plan, and 
it kind of feels as though like they've they put out the best game they could in the deadline they were given. And I they think, did a pretty bloody good job. I, I think it's a fucking great game. Yeah. And I think it's only going to go up from here, but I think it's clear that they, if they'd had a little bit more time, they probably would have fleshed all this stuff out. Because if you look at Halo and stuff like that mm-hmm. from Bungie, yeah. um, the world and the lore and stuff from that was rich. Oh, yeah. You know, so... But, I mean, that also has been around for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean... I mean, this is a whole... Yeah, yeah. we're talking a week, you know, so far. And when did the first Halo game come out? Yeah. Oh, three? Xbox One. Oh, the the original Xbox. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, like... Yeah, that was was a launch title on the Xbox? Uh, I can't even remember now. I don't think it was a launch title. I don't think it was a launch title. But, like, that game was what it was. And, you know, they probably spent a shitload of time trying to, you know, iron out all the bugs in all the code to get people to be able to communicate and play with each other in a massively multiplayer online game. 2001. Which I'm sure was not a fucking easy task. No. I mean, the game in itself is way more complicated. Like the engine and all that kind of stuff. And then, so once you've got the engine sorted out, then you can be like, okay, let's... Let's start building the worlds and and putting stories in place and stuff. And I imagine it's been four years, I think, since Activision and Bungie got together to start making this. Mm. But if you're building an engine like this from scratch, four years is not an unreasonable amount of time to take. No. And, uh, yeah, I I just think that maybe if that had... Like, I, I would not want to have waited another year for this. But if they'd had another year, I reckon it would have been a completely different beast in the yeah, terms of the story Yeah, but at the, the same time, stuff. I mean, the type of game that it is, it does so heavily demand feedback. And, you know, to, to flush out all those types of things, it's probably good that there are a few little bugs that they can get to and fix before it's polished. mm because you know, it, it'll make it happen faster anyway. So if they kept it internal in-house, it probably would have taken another 12 months to find a lot of these little issues. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they don't have to wait that long now because people can just play it and play it and play and go, oh, I found this issue or you know, this thing needs to be fixed or yeah, and there aren't enough It would be better stuff. if we had this sort of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, original Halo came out on the 15th of November, 2001. Right. So we're talking a 13-year-old game nearly. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the fact that they've come out with a pretty solid effort for the first iteration of this, for the first actual, you know, going to market of it, um, they've done a pretty solid job. It is a pretty fun game. Mm. And... It has a fair few facets involved that you know will keep us entertained for a while, so it's good shit. I'm sure we'll continue talking about this on the show on and off, yeah, for a long time. I think. I mean, I don't plan. I mean, obviously, other games are going to come out that we're going to want to play. Yep. But I, I definitely think Bungie are going to keep throwing things in the mix, and at the very least, there's an expansion in December. Um, 
You can buy the expansion pass for 40 bucks currently at retailers and digitally. And that gives you the first two expansions, which is December and then presumably maybe March or maybe June next year, either three or six months, maybe three months. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll bring but, you yeah. some more info on that. If you buy them closer. separately, it'll be fifty bucks. So you save ten bucks pre pre purchasing the pass, whatever. Hmm. I'm gonna pre purchase it probably next week because well, you know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna fucking play it. So yeah. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show, mate. That was a sixty-nine. That was. I mean, that was the episode sixty-nine. Hopefully, that didn't drag out too much for people. Hopefully, it was kind of interesting <laughs> yeah and hopefully we didn't just repeat a lot of shit that we because <laughs> I forget like sometimes what we've talked about on the podcast and other times just mm. chatting because yeah, we've talked about this game a hell of a lot between the two of us I think we should go and play some more of it yeah I'm just thinking I want to go and play it now so um, I got that's... work tomorrow but whatever yeah me too <laughs> it's only a short day and I can sleep after it that's right, which you won't because you'll go home and play Destiny. Yeah, fair point. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, email us at uh, podcast at dropbeargaming.com mm-hmm. um, and give us your comments on the game. Tell us what you think. Uh, come and grab us on the PSN and we can hopefully get some team-ups going, things like that. Uh, my PSN ID is asmerith, A-S-M-E-R-I-T-H. And mine is BQ410. So you can add us and play with us and also join the clan because the more the merrier. Um, we're hopefully going to run the raid soonish. Once mm. we've got six people who are level 26, I think we're pretty close. You better yeah. be playing some catch up, bro. Well, I've gone from level 20 to, you know, like I said, I'm like a couple of hundred points away from 22. And that was yesterday. Mm. So I've gone up nearly two whole legendary bloody scores. Yeah, well, if we if we get into it tonight, we should be able to get some Vanguard marks or some Crucible marks, and maybe buy smash some more out. legendary items and shit. Yep. We're gonna anyway, smash it. all right. Um, so do that. Get in contact with us. Um, tell us what you want us to talk about in the next podcast because it's only number seventy, which is technically only sixty nine plus one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just uh, tell us what you want us to talk about if you're getting bored with Destiny, because we'll probably be playing it then. But then again, FIFA's probably going to be out by the next time we record. Yeah. Um, that shit. Murasaki yeah. Baby came out for Vita today, so I might have a look at that. That looks pretty interesting. Um, the Sims Four. Oh, the Sims I'll Four some, as well. Some yeah. Chatting about that. So. And don't forget yeah. to read the review for Infamous First Light on the website. Bang, that's another show. Thanks for listening. Cheers. See ya. Bye.